Welcome to the podcast we call Soul Chaser, featuring stories from the book by the same name, Soul Chaser. This is Jordan Rich, and by my side is author Lauren Decker. We want to spend time with you today at soul level, awakening our spirits to the simple and beautiful idea that God is love and love is everywhere. And now, today's installment of Soul Chaser. Hello again, everyone. I'm Jim Deering, bringing you another of Lauren Paul Decker's stories here on Soul Chaser, the podcast. Stories with a purpose by Lauren Paul Decker about how God shows himself and his grace in everyday things. Lauren's books, Soul Chaser, Rufus, and I Love You Church, are available at fine bookstores everywhere. Today's Bible verse is from the New Testament book of Galatians, chapter 6, and verse 17. For I bear in my body the marks of the Lord Jesus. Our story today is called Of Scars and Such. Lauren writes, When I was in my early 20s, I was hit by a car. A Dodge sedan, traveling at about 40 miles per hour, who motored into the same stretch of pavement that I had chosen for an attempt to cross Route 9 eastbound on foot. It was immediately clear that the road was not big enough for the both of us. Now, I'm a pretty big guy. I consider myself to be husky. But with one ton of metal, grease, and rubber coming along at such a good clip, I was not going to get the better of that collision. The force of the impact knocked me out of my shoes and sent me tumbling down the highway. A gash in my head and a severely broken leg were my takeaways from that encounter. Today, some 30 years later, I still have a significant scar on my leg. Interestingly, the remnant of that old wound is not there as a result of the impact of the dodge. No, the scar represents the work that was done by medical professionals in an effort to save my damaged limb. So, let me explain. The brute force of the car hitting my left leg caused trauma to occur underneath my skin. Our leg muscles are held in place by fascia, a sheath of sorts that wraps around the muscle. While muscles will swell significantly when injured, the fascia will only stretch so far. When they reach their limit, they act like a tourniquet and squeeze off the flow of blood to the injured area. Unless corrected quickly, gangrene will occur. That's exactly what happened in my situation. I nearly had to undergo an amputation due to excessive swelling and the resultant choking off of the blood supply to the injured area. Avoiding that radical surgery involved a small miracle of sorts. The doctor who worked on me in the emergency room experienced a late night due to my injury. He had been wrapping up his shift when I was wheeled into the ER. After spending the extra hours tending to my wounds, 
he grabbed a few hours of sleep on the sofa in the doctor's lounge area. He was responsible to be back on duty at seven the following morning. He awoke at daybreak and proceeded to put in another long shift, involving yet another emergency operation. Coming out of the medical center at about 11 p.m., he was climbing into his vehicle when his pager lit up. On the orthopedics wing, where I was hospitalized, the 11 to 7 shift was coming on duty, and they were in the middle of rounds. A belligerent young man on the ward was giving his nurse a hard run for her money. This particular floor was the only wing of the hospital that was still using mercury thermometers. This is a long time ago. The rest of the hospital had transitioned over to digital thermometers, but our rooms were not yet in the mix. Taking the patient's vitals is the ordered routine at the beginning of each shift. While taking the temperature of this particular young man, he became combative with the nurse and bit down hard on the glass instrument, causing the mercury within to flow into his mouth. Now, mercury is very toxic, and the hospital policy stated that whenever it is accidentally ingested, the patient must be seen by a physician. Who is his primary? asked the head nurse. Well, after consulting the chart, it was noted that he had the same physician as I had. He's home now, I'm sure. He was in the ER early this morning, said one of the registered nurses. Try paging him anyway, said another. Thus, it was that my doctor climbed out of his jeep and re-entered the hospital. Dog-tired, but dutiful. After checking out the mercury in the mouth situation, he considered... You know, I haven't looked in on Lauren yet today. While I'm up here, I might as well see how he is doing. He entered my room, saw the dangerous swelling occurring, and within 45 minutes I was in emergency surgery. Had I gone another hour, amputation of my foot would have resulted. Had I gone through the night with the swelling unchecked, my leg would have been lost. Because a young man got uppity and bit his thermometer, I have two legs to stand on here and now. They are banged up and knobby, but they are both there. The deep trauma within was not able to be seen, but the corrective measures taken in an emergency surgical procedure are visible on my outward skin to this day. So why bring this up? Many of us are wounded deeply, inside, where things can be hidden from sight. But our great physician won't bypass our hurt. He sets about mending the damage, and often this process is clearly visible. So when we see someone going through a rough time, stop and consider. They may be under the scalpel of the Almighty, being healed, not harmed. We ask our Father God, each scar is a testimony of our faithfulness. I have lived through some frightening times and have the marks to show us. Jesus, your scars are the remnants of your love. 
expressed on a cross. I know they harmed you, but now you bring healing to us, and we are grateful. Amen. This has been Soul Chaser. We hope this program has caused you to consider the vastness of God's love for you. Nothing is going to change that reality, but love can certainly change you. 